Welcome to another podcast of Faith Activators. This is Mike O'Quinn. And Shane Harris. We're so glad you can join us today. I've invited my friend Shane back in for another podcast. Thanks for coming in today, Shane. Glad to be here. Uh, and the reason is uh, we have, we're in a, a small group together, a men's group, and you shared a story the other day that just stopped me in my tracks. I, and I said, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Yes. And I'd asked you if you'd be willing to share that story with us. It's really, it's really your life story. It is. And we, we won't share all, all uh, how many years that is, but, <laughs> <laughs> right. but, but just a powerful thread of, of God's sovereign work in your life. We just want to pull that thread and talk about that. And so why don't we start uh, in, the, in the chiropractor's office as, as, as something recently, and then we'll go back from there. Sure. Well, um, and hopefully we'll be able to communicate this in a in a uh, in a way that kind of makes sense. But what recently happened to me is um, I was at the chiropractor. I kind of had bad posture, no major problems or anything. So I was in there to get a chiropractic adjustment, and they took some X-rays. And um, the interesting thing that I found out in the X-rays was uh, tw- over 20 years ago, um, I had my back healed, the, the bottom two vertebra in my spine, bottom two or three, were actually fused. Um, caused pain, caused some problems when I was younger. And God healed that in a church service. And what happened in that service was uh, there was a guy praying, and he basically said, okay, anyone who's sick in this place, um, we're going to pray, but what I want you to do is put your hand where you're sick, just as an act of faith. And so um, I kind of put my hand on the side of my back, and God really spoke to my heart, no, Shane, put it where you're sick. And so I moved my hand to my back. As soon as I did, my lower back cracked. I could feel it crack. I could feel the vertebras literally move, and, and I could hear it crack. And so never had any problem since then, but I never had any kind of x-ray verification or anything uh-huh. like that. So, you know, fast forward 20, 25 years later, and I'm at the chiropractor, and the first thing I told him is I said, now, my lower back, I used to have this this fuse there, and uh, my lower back was fused. And uh, he looked at the x-ray, and he showed me the x-ray. He said, no, he said, there's there's no fuse wow. in your lower back. And at the that moment, I didn't say anything to him about what happened, but it was interesting. I actually got a few weeks later to share with him. I shared with him just what I shared with the audience here, that how God healed my back and how God had just cracked it. You know? Now, that is an amazing story in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a healing that takes plenty, 20 years ago, takes place 20 years ago, and it sticks. You know, it, it really... <laughs> Your your back really is healed. All, and have you suffered from, from lower back pain since? No lower back pain. Sometimes yeah. I get from sitting at my desk, you know, like uh. in my neck, but just from bad posture, but no lower back pain, so no, nothing like that. God in his love and mercy just miraculously healed your back. And that's an amazing story. Right. But there, there's more to the story, and that's what we want to talk about today. So take us take us back a little further. There is. Um, the Just to kind of to, to point out the the problem that I had, and you'll understand as I go through the process here, but the problem that I had with my back was a birth defect. And so we'll come back to that. But um, what happened was um, when I was in my early 20s, I was out of college. Um, I had recently married. Um, God was doing a lot in my, my life, a lot in my heart. But I began to realize that there was some kind of wall 
inside of my heart that affected my relationship with others. Um, didn't have a bad relationship, but it was kind of like um, I couldn't have any kind of spiritual intimacy with those that I was close to. Um, I don't really know how to describe it. It was a feeling that I had. It was kind of like this wall. You were just kind of feel, you would feel flat with other people? I kind of feel, feel flat, like I, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to share like what God was doing deep in my heart with, with okay. those that were close to me. Um, say with my wife, um, with with my mom, with you know other people, um, and God was doing a lot, but it was like I just I, I don't I don't know how to describe it. There was just these feelings. It was like a wall inside, and so I began to realize that there was something in my heart that was like a block. And what I really began to realize it wasn't just with those I was close to; it was also with God. And so I had a relationship with God. I was close to God to one level, but I began to realize I was kind of at a stopping point in my relationship with God. So externally, and I knew you back in college now, mm-hmm. I looked up to you and, you know, you're a spiritual leader and you're leading groups and you mm-hmm. seem like a, you kind of got your act together, but in, mm-hmm. this is internally. This you was internally. Feel something, something inside you is dead. Yeah. Even though outwardly you're doing ministry and you seem, seem to, seem to be, have your act together, but you just, there's a flatness. Right. Okay. There's a, there's a flatness and, and, to one level, I could experience God and worship and all of that. It wasn't like there was nothing, right. but I began to realize that was kind of it. I was, it was like the ceiling was there, and okay. I couldn't go any further. You know, our relationship with God is something that we, just like it is with our spouse or those we're close to, it's something we're consistently, constantly can grow in, or we can not grow in, or we can stay the same, and, but we want to grow in our relationships. Well, I began to realize I can't go any further. And so I began to ask the Lord, to show me what that was and to begin to deal inside of my heart with what that was. I was in a very, I was in a place of God, whatever it takes, please deal with my heart. So I began to ask him for that. And um, those are good prayers. They can kind of be dangerous prayers too. Yeah. Because God, he hears those prayers and he heard my prayer. And so over the course of the next year, um, God began to move in my heart and my life. The Holy Spirit would come and just begin to to churn things up in my heart. And he began to show me just the dark areas of my heart. And there was a lot of repentance, a lot of crying out to God, a lot of different things that were going on as he just began to uncover layer after layer of, of stuff. And um, really, I'd liken it to his light shining on me. Um, and shining on those places of darkness. And I didn't really realize everything that was going on at the time. At first, I was just trying to get close to the Lord. He was showing light. I was repenting. I was crying out to God. And so as I did that, layer after layer was coming off. Well, as time went on, as, as he was doing this and he's working in my heart and my life, um, I was in a restaurant with uh, a friend of mine. And, and how old are you now at this I point? I was probably maybe 21, okay. 22, probably 21. Is and my you're, already, you're already married by now. I'm, right. I'm married at this time. Okay. And uh, God's just doing a lot. But, it, you know, he was, it was a process. It was about a year-long process. And really the fire of God would come. I mean, it was like I could just sense God so near and burning things out of my life, burning out, you know, all the, the, the stuff. And so, um, but kind of towards the end of that process, uh, this was really interesting. I was at a restaurant, 
um, one evening with a friend and another guy who I didn't really know who I later became friends with. And the guy that I didn't know looked at me and he said, God told me to tell you something. And I said, okay, well, what is that? And he said, God said to tell you that you were not a mistake. Now, if you can imagine this, when he says this, it was as, as though God's word just shot right through me. I began to sob, then I began to wail. Now, there's people all around in this restaurant, and I began to wail. I began to cry because it was God had just spoken something to me, and it was like when that, when that was said to me, it's like everything inside of me just came alive, and it was like healing of that thing that was inside of me began to happen. And um, it was just a very, uh, I didn't care I was crying. I didn't care I was wailing. I think I had to finally get up and leave the restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but what it was, it was God's word to me that I was not a mistake. Now, if you would have asked me before this, Shane, do you feel like you were a mistake? I would have said, well, no, I don't. So this is like deep heart level mm-hmm. things that are going on in your heart, way underneath the surface. You know, you're mm-hmm. on, on up top level, you know, you're a good Christian boy and you're mm-hmm. doing what you're supposed to do. But deep down, you're carrying this thing. And so right. let's dig into that a little bit. Um, what what made you feel, why was that so powerful to you? Why was that such a breakthrough? Why that was such a breakthrough, and I didn't fully realize this at the time either. I had some suspicions, but what God really began to show, and I had some conversations with my mom, because this wall was mainly with my mom, probably. And um, that feeling like a mistake was one of the bricks, one of the, maybe the foundation of that wall that was between me and God, other relationships, but it was really between my mom. And I had a lot of anger, a lot of shame, a lot of rejection that I never understood um, why that was there. If you would have asked me again, Shane, do you have this? I would have, oh, no, no, I I, I like my mom. I love my mom. Mm -hmm. But it was deep inside my heart. I really didn't. I really had anger towards her. And let me just say, and, and you, you spoke to your mom about recording this I podcast. Did. And I sure did. So just if people are kind of cringing, oh, no, where, where's he going with this? Right. Just, we just want to say that up front. Yes, and this is really her. a testimony of God's uh, power in my life and my mom's life um, because this was really healing that happened to both of us. So, yes, I, I talked to her make sure we could talk about these things on the air. Um, because they are, you know, very personal, very sensitive. Sure. Um, but she she felt like that uh, it would be great to do it. There may be someone out there that that this could really help help. And so she was like, "Yeah, let's share this." We've shared it in uh, church situations and things like that before okay. as well. So yeah, so there was hatred towards my mom, and where this goes back to is um, and what God began to reveal and show. Something I had suspected, but I, had, I don't know why I suspected this, but no one had ever told me to this point. When I was conceived, when my father and mother, uh, when I was conceived, I was conceived out of wedlock before they were married. They then got married um, after that. And so um, this wall that I had, this anger, this... Um, feeling like a, mis- a mistake, or it was more than a feeling. It was something deep inside of my heart. Rejection, shame, all these things were really as a result of that situation that I was conceived in, um, that, you know, my parents, that was sin. 
And so I was conceived in that sin. And if you could imagine, um, you know, my mom comes from a Christian family. My dad comes from a Christian family. If you could imagine in those first moments of that, when I was conceived, really the, the, the negative words like, oh, no, we can't believe this has happened. I don't know exactly what was said, but, right. you know, this is a mistake. And the, and the backdrop is small town Texas Christian culture. Yes. So, and it's a very, it's a very shameful thing. It's like, oh, no, she's pregnant. Right. Very shameful. All the gossip, the, right. the fear, the shame, all of that. Right. Very shameful. Very, uh, very so instead traumatic. of this exciting news to proclaim mm-hmm. that we're pregnant with our first child, there is this, this secret and this, this right. dread of sharing this news. Exactly. In fact, it was so shameful. My mom had shared with me the other day. She actually carried, she wasn't ashamed of me. I, just to kind of preface, I was loved by my family and my parents when I was born. Um, uh, so just to kind of preface that. But she carried the shame of what had happened until she was in her 40s. Wow. And God supernaturally did some things in her life and released her. And she felt the forgiveness of the Lord for that. And that's why we can even talk about it because it's something that she was healed from. And so, yeah, so there was a, there's that shame that was there. So those things that were said, those things, the feelings, all that was transferred into me in those moments. And you may say, how can that happen? But it, it was. And so I had things inside of me that I didn't even know. They weren't because of any particular situation that I could put my finger on. They were because of this whole thing. So I carried the rejection, even though my parents didn't reject me when I was born and, you know, I had a good childhood and all that. I carried shame. I carried an anger. I carried this wall between uh, my mom and I. So it's like there's something wrong with me, but I just can't put my finger on it. Exactly. There's something almost subconscious where I, I don't feel accepted. Exactly. And it was that wall that was inside of me. So... um so how does that relate, you know, to this, this healing is um, after this word about you're not a mistake came over me, it was like the healing of God. My heart, the wall that was in me literally came down. I mean, it was like, even though I didn't fully realize it was there till about a year before this, I didn't even know what it was until these moments the wall inside of me came down. It was like, and it was like night and day. It was kind of like almost I didn't realize what was going on until that came down, and I was like, wow, I feel different. Uh, my heart is healed. I don't feel anger. I don't feel shame. I don't, you know, I know people that struggle with rejection. I don't, and I did. I don't st- struggle with rejection anymore. It was like it was there one day. It was gone the next day. And, and um, so the wall comes down. And God completely heals me. And my relationship with my mom is, is wonderful now. We, we talk about spiritual things. We, we have a, can talk for hours. You know, I, have, I love my mom. Um, I really do love her. I feel no anger. I feel no hate. I feel no bitterness or any of that. Did you feel like with your other relationships too, like a, a expanding of your, your bandwidth of just emotions and be able to relate to people in a more in-depth way oh for sure i mean definitely able to relate to people uh in a more in-depth way wanted to share what god was doing uh with my wife we were a young married couple um 
we had not been married long enough for this to really like affect us, but I'm, I'm convinced had God not dealt with that wall because it was there, it could have even affected my marriage in a negative way. But he took that wall down so that my wife and I can have that spiritual intimacy, um, you know, that a married couple should have. Um, I don't, we would not have that had this wall not come down. Well, you know, Shane, as you're talking, uh, just thinking about in the Old Testament, the story of Jacob and Esau, and, and you know, it, a lot of prophetic significance when, when these little guys were born. Right. And, and you know, he, his name meant deceiver. Mm-hmm. And then as he's a young man, he has this powerful experience with God where he, he, you know, he wrestles with the angel all night long, and God actually gives him a new name, and he says, your now name is Israel, which means he who struggles with God. And then he walked with a limp the rest of his life. Right. And, and, and like that identity as the deceiver, God just broke that. And, and as you're talking, I'm thinking of your, your identity as this mistake, this, this shameful secret. Mm-hmm. You know, God just broke that over your life. What, what does your name mean? Do you know? What does Shane mean? Um, wow. I would have to look that up. I can't quite remember. <laughs> we can Google that here. <laughs> yeah, we could Google it. I do know it, but I cannot remember it right now. You know, I'm over 40 now, so it's kind of like hard to remember those things. There is some significance to the name. There, There is. So, and the other verse. And my first name's Michael, so that has some meaning as well. Yeah, who is like God. Yeah. Um, so, I, I know that one because my name's Michael. Yeah. So, the other verse that comes to mind is Romans 8, 28. Mm-hmm. And we know that in all things, you know, whether you're... Born in wedlock or out of wedlock, or, or the circumstances surrounding your birth or your upbringing. We know that in all things, God works for the good, for Shane Harris, for those who love him, who have been called according to your purpose. And, and God obviously has his hand on your life. And just think of all the, the ministry exploits you've done, Shane, and, mm-hmm. and just all the ways God's used you to, to hurt with broken people. How, how, does this, how does this connect with you today as you think about your own you know, your, your own spiritual impact on other people? Mm-hmm. Well, um, it, re- it changed my life. It changed the course and the direction of my life in, in many ways. Um, I don't think I would have been able to serve in many of the things that God called me to serve in and do um, had that wall not come down uh, because my relationship with God would have been, you know, not what it needed to be. And so what's interesting to me and what really impacts me just when I think about this is coming to an understanding of something about God that it makes no sense to our minds and maybe even to the legal side of our minds. Um, My parents made a mistake, and I want to clarify that. That was a mistake. They sinned uh, when they had sex outside of marriage. That was a sin. But I was not a mistake. So what's amazing to me about God is something that was done, it was a mistake. I'm the product of that that was done, yet I'm not a mistake. So I'm not a product of, I'm a product of God's grace. So what he really revealed to me was that even where where there is sin, where there is a curse, where there is mistakes, God's grace abounds. And so even though they made a mistake, God had his hand on my life. He formed me in my mother's womb. He watched over me. He showed me his grace. And so he poured out his grace on my life, despite a mistake that was made. 
And well, that, my parents, just to say also, they both walk with God now. Yeah. You know, my whole family walks with the Lord. And so God's grace was poured out on all. That's great. Well, um, Google to the rescue here. Th- this, is, this is really interesting to me. I just looked up um, the Hebrew meaning of Shane is a gift from God. Hmm. So it's the opposite of a mistake. Yeah. Shane, you're a gift of God. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Well, and what was interesting is my mom also told me, she told me years later, she said, Shane, when you were born, I felt God's presence in the room. And that was just another sign of, you know, yes, there was a mistake that was made, but this is a gift. This is not a mistake. And he was, he was present there. She said it was an overwhelming sense of the presence of the Lord. And so it's, it's just so powerful, his grace, his love, his mercy, even where mistakes are made. And that repentance is, uh, you know, as we repent, as we walk with God, that, that he forgives. And what's interesting about this, just to kind of um, – share about my back so you kind of people are probably thinking okay how does that relate to your back (laughs) yeah how does that relate to my back at the end of this process that healing took place at the end of this when this was all done it was all everything was done and I was in that service and God healed my back which was a birth defect and God spoke to me Shane this is a part of that 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 curse that wall all of that coming down this thing that you've carried with you since you were born this defect in your back, it, it was like a, a sign that this is done, this is finished, and he healed my back completely. Wow, Shane, yeah. that is such a powerful story. I love stories of of God reaching down and pulling us out of the mud and the mire and breaking curses over us and and setting us on a true path towards our purpose and our calling and our identity and mm-hmm. that you're not a mistake, that you are a gift of God. Man, thank you so much for sharing this story. Could I ask one more thing? Sure. Is, um, you know, I, I'm really hoping someone listening has is maybe uh, struggled with this and they've just felt this sense of shame or the sense of like, you know, I wasn't ever really wanted, you know, even right. that phrase, an unwanted pregnancy. It's like, right. you know, this, you're, you're unwanted. And just, just what a, what a horrible uh, identity to put over a young child who had, who had nef- ne- nothing to do with, with the circumstances. Right. Of, of how they of how they were conceived, and yet that 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 identity can just kind of seep into their subconscious almost. Right. So why don't you just pray, Shane? And you, I, I feel like uh, you have authority to pray this <laughs> in someone's mm-hmm. life who might be listening. Mm-hmm. Just pray for anyone who might be listening who this has been an issue that, that sure. God would bring them into freedom and abundant life. Sure. Well, Father, I want to thank you that that you love us, and I want to thank you for the cross. I want to thank you that you sent your Son to die for us, and um, that you sent your son so that we could be free, so that we could be accepted, so that we could be received by you. And God, I thank you that um, no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the situation, you don't make mistakes. And you've, you make, you've made us, you made mankind, God. Every person listening, every person on this earth, God, you made them. God, you, you formed them when they were in their mother's womb. And so, God, I want to pray, God, for just a release of grace. God, I pray for a revelation in every heart that struggles with feeling like they're a mistake or feeling like maybe even a different situation, feeling like they've made mistakes that could never be forgiven. God, I pray that your grace would be poured out in a true revelation that you are a God of grace 
that you are a God of love, that you are a God of forgiveness, that your blood is powerful enough to wash away the past, that it's powerful enough to change our hearts and our lives. So, God, I pray right now that, that God, anyone listening to this, God, would be touched by your spirit. And, God, just like I had a word that, that went through my heart, God, I pray that your word would go through every person's heart that needs this and that they would hear this from you, that they are accepted, that they are loved, that they are not a mistake. In Jesus' name. That's, that's awesome, Shane. And I want to add a little P.S. prayer to any, any mom out there who's saying, oh, no, what have I done to my child, and how is this going to mess them up, and just the fear. And Lord, I just want to pray for, for any, any moms out there yes, listening Lord. who would just feel a sense of, of sense of guilt or shame over this. Lord, thank you that there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I thank you, Lord, that, that if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And just like as you done in Shane's life, Lord, you can, you can restore all things. You can make all things new, Jesus. And I just thank you for whoever is lis- listening and, and, and struggling with, with this, God, that you would just breathe hope into their, into their soul, God, that, that you, you have a plan and a purpose for each of us, Lord, that you're knitting, knitting that child together in, in his or her mother's womb for a purpose and, and, a, and a calling, mm-hmm. God. Thank you for what you've done in Shane's life. Thank you for this podcast, Lord. We, we give this to you, and thank you how you restore and you bring abundant life into our darkest places, Lord. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening. And if you've enjoyed uh, this podcast, shoot us an email and I'll pass it along to Shane. Uh, I'd love love to hear back from you. Thanks so much. God bless and have a great day.